We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. It's your coach and your girl and your friend and your cheerleader and your host, Brittany King. How are you feeling today? Gosh, my eye is so itchy right now. I told myself I'm going to record this episode because it's fresh in my mind, even with this itchy eye. So if I pause and there's just really long periods of time, it's because I'm thinking, <laughs> trying not to be distracted by an itchy eye. I don't know what happened. I don't know what got into it. Anyway, so I am fresh off a high from the Breathe to Envision event. Invent. <laughs> there you have it. Event from this past weekend. I've been talking about it on the podcast. I've been talking about the creative vision process. I've just been talking all about vision and creating the year of your dream. And had, I was talking at the end of the experience and I really am calling it an experience because that's what it was. It was all immersive, mind, body, spirit, just the whole shebang in community. I've grown this event over the past couple of years and it has truly evolved and it's been so cool to see how it's evolved. And so at the end of the experience, I was talking to the group there and I said, you know, this is just a one, this is an experience. This is a moment in time. The real magic is going to happen with what you do with what you experienced here. And it's really important to integrate it into your daily life. I mean, I am guilty of this for sure. I love workshops. I love retreats. I love all things, personal development. I just consume, 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 learn, 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 learn. And the missing piece is the integration. And it's not just aligned action. It's taking the daily practice and bringing it into your routines. And I am using the word routine lightly here because I actually prefer the word ritual because I heard this in a book. I can't even remember <laughs> who said it, but I loved it. And so it stuck with me. But rituals are routines and habits with soul. And it just has more intention when you say ritual. It, there's just something about it. It just has more intention. There's more clarity. And it's just, yeah, feels really connected to you on a deeper level versus like routine, structure, habit. Like ha it just feel like habits feel just stale. Like when we say habits, we're like, ugh, habits. Rituals, though, feels a little bit more soulful. I really wanted to record this episode while well, this is fresh in my mind. And whether or not you attended an event, this can apply to anything. It can attend, it can apply to workshops or courses or anything that you are doing to consume information. You know, you can, it feels really good learning, right? And feeling really like inspired and motivated. And those emotions are great, but they don't really get you to the end result because when you are, when you stop surrounding yourself in the container that kind of helped create the mindset of excitement and motivation, it starts to wear down, it starts to kind of dissipate because you have to be in a constant surroundings that's kind of giving you 
that stimulation that generates those emotions in your body. And while those emotions feel good, they really don't get you to the long-term results that you are craving and that you want. What's going to get you there is commitment and determination. And how you're going to create that is through a daily practice, is through some sort of integration. And this can be applied to workshops and events, but it can also be applied to books that you read. If you listen to my podcast, you definitely like personal development and self-help books without a doubt. And the books are great and you get motivated and inspired, but unless you actually integrate it, it doesn't really do much. It's like this spark and then it goes away. So an event like Breathe to Envision is a catalyst. It's a catapult into the year for sure. That's why I do it when I do it. And I don't do it at the beginning of January. I do it at the end because that's kind of when people start feeling like, all right, I'm ready to set goals. I've kind of recovered from the holidays and they're really you know, starting to feel more grounded in the new year. So I intentionally do it at the end of the year. And uh, especially an event like I did this past week, it was very immersive. And there's so many juicy nuggets to take from it. And you don't have to take all of it, right? It's just something that resonates with you and taking that and learning how to integrate that into your podcast can make into your podcast. Oh my gosh. See this itchy eye into your daily life (laughs) can make the biggest difference (laughs) into your podcast. I'm telling you this itchy eye is going straight to my brain. (laughs) So on this episode, because it's a fresh in my mind, I want to talk about understanding the role of daily rituals in your personal and professional life. I'm going to talk about what daily rituals are. I'm going to talk about what they're not. I'm going to talk about why having a daily ritual and integrating information that you're learning about your mental and emotional well-being, integrating that into your life is really important for your nervous system health. And then I'm going to give you some tips to integrate it and really figure out a way of making it work for you. Now I could sit here and tell you all the things that I do, but we're different and we have different experiences and we have a different relationship with time and we have a different relationship with habits and and routine and structure. So you have to remember when someone is telling you what works for them, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It just means you haven't figured out what works best for you yet good to have a template or something to go off of. And then you just make tweaks and adjustments. It's kind of one of those things where you try to do it once and it doesn't work and you just give up. (laughs) It's like, you can't just give up on the first time you got to stay consistent with it. And I'm learning this more and more because I just recently invested deeply into my learning and extended education. I should say I've invested in some advanced trainings for nervous system resilience, and then also advanced training for breath work. And it's like so dense, <laughs> so dense in information, but there's really so much that I'm learning. It's like you can apply it and there's these applications of it. And if I'm just learning it and I'm not applying it, I can't actually teach it to my clients. I have to integrate it and apply it and embody it. And it's the same thing for my clients. If they want lasting changes and if they want to stop reacting to life and they want to learn how to be more responsive and less stressed out and overwhelmed and have more clarity and calm and ease, then it has to come down to their daily practices. You know, especially with 
coaching calls, you do feel better after a coaching call. Sometimes, sometimes you feel worse and you like hate me um, momentarily, but sometimes you're like, oh, thank you for shining a light on something that I've been avoiding for a very long time. But, you know, we have these ahas, whether you feel good or you feel like, whoa, called out. And the integration of it is actually what creates the change. And so that's why coaching is so great because you have accountability. You have someone checking in on you like, what's your day? How's your daily practice going? And you know that you're going to get checked in on. And having that checkpoint is incredibly valuable to really get the uh, practices going. Eventually, it start you start to crave it. Eventually, you start to get that little dopamine hit knowing that it's going to feel good later on. In the beginning, though, there's always resistance. So whenever there's resistance, I tell my clients, it's okay. It's not a problem. It's because your brain doesn't want to do something that requires effort. And creating a daily practice and falling into rituals does take effort. But because of how our brains are wired, we have that special superpower of neuroplasticity. And the more you do something, the more on repeat it becomes. This works for you and this works against you. So for example, if you check your email first thing in the morning, even if you don't want to, if you've done it consistently over and over again, when you wake up, you'll be cued without really any conscious thought to check your email. Instagram, what fill in the blank, whatever it is. And so this works against you, but then when you understand it, it can really work for you. And that's where the daily practice really comes into play. And it's so important. It's truly the difference between creating your version of success and not, because if you don't, what happens is you fall back into old habits and patterns and you self-sabotage and you just feel like you're kind of a lost cause and you can't make the changes that you want to make. But I'm telling you right now that you can. And the missing piece, if you're having a hard time, is the integration and creating a simple, and the keyword is simple daily practice. Now I'll share what my simple daily practice is at the end of this episode. But as I'm talking, I want you to start thinking about what you want your daily practice to look like. So daily rituals. And what, what is it? What is a daily ritual? Essentially it is a routine or practices that are performed consistently at specific times of day. So essentially a ritual is a habit. It's a habit formation. And the more you do it, right, the more automatic it becomes. And our brain loves when things can be automatic. Now the difference between rituals and habits to me is that piece of soul that I talked about. So it really setting a ritual is more intentional and you're just more mindful. That is the essence of a ritual. It's just a habit with intention. You know, we set habits because we think we're supposed to have these certain habits in place and we don't really ever question if they serve us, but a ritual is truly something that feels very aligned with your higher self. And the more you can kind of lean into that, the easier your days become. Because when you set yourself up in that way, even the stressors and the annoyances and the things that happen throughout your day, they don't bother you as much because you've actually made time for yourself to be with yourself and to expand your capacity. So you can have rituals in your personal life and your professional. I have kind of two different types of rituals. I have my wake up in the first thing in the morning type of ritual. And then I have my workday startup ritual. 
And those are totally different and they both serve different intentions. And I don't blend the two because I really want to have specific time dedicated to both to really set me up for the day. Now, let's talk about integrating your daily rituals into your life that aligns with your personal values and goals. So if you've set goals or you, even if you haven't, your daily rituals, and this is great if you haven't, because now you can have the space to really think about this. Your daily rituals are going to want to support your goal. So let's say that you have a goal to write a book. Your daily ritual might include writing for 30 minutes. Let's say you have a goal to be more present with your family. That might mean that your daily ritual includes a meditation practice. So you can kind of see how like that alignment is really important. The other side of it is your values. Do you, does your daily ritual support your values? For me, one of my values is growth and another one is connection. Another one is fun. And so what I do is I look at those three and I align myself with them. I think daily rituals are so fun. I look forward to my meditations. I look forward to my journal practice. I think that it is fun and enjoyable. It also is aligned with growth and it also is aligned with connection and it really deepens the connection with myself, which then ripples into my connection with others. And so you can see how my daily rituals are aligned with my goals and they are aligned with my values. I don't have a goal to write a book, by the way. <laughs> I have I have friends that are writing books, so that's top of mind. <laughs> but you see what I mean. If that was a goal of mine, <laughs> that was just the first thing that came to mind. So it's very important because you can see it's really in the daily actions that the goal becomes realized, right? The vision becomes realized is by what you do daily and what you do to set yourself up. So being able to integrate truly aligns with your growth and your evolution as a human being. And if you think about the relationship between integration and personal growth, it's like you can't have personal growth without integration. And, you know, when I think about coaching calls and we come to a breakthrough or realization or something like an aha, the end of the call, I'm like, well, let's take that information and integrate it. What are you going to do with that now? Like now you have this knowledge. How do you take that and run with it? And when you have this aha and you don't do anything with it, you can't grow. So being able to have that awareness is everything because you take the awareness and then you integrate it. And then changes start to happen over time. It's amazing. Let me tell you. <laughs> amazing. Okay. Now I want to talk about the importance of rituals in your day-to-day -day life. So rituals contribute to your emotional regulation and mental clarity for so many reasons. You know, there's only so many rituals that someone can have, but most rituals I really do believe include some sort of form of meditation, whether that's a walking meditation, a moving meditation, some sort of form of reflection, some sort of form of just stillness. Like there's, you know, different elements of it. And this is one of the key ways that we emotionally regulate. <laughs> this is one of the key ways that we find clarity is just through finding stillness, being with ourselves, And when we can do this daily, it's like you're just putting these little deposits in and you might not feel like a huge change right out of the gate. But if you think about it, if you collect it over time, you know, what's going to happen over time, 
you are going to start to feel better and better and better and better. It's kind of one of those things where it's so subtle that it isn't until you wake up one day and you're like, wow, I'm less reactive or wow, I feel way more calm in my body or wow, those things that used to annoy me don't annoy me. And it almost just feels like it's a switch, but it's not. It's through your daily practices that it leads to feeling that way. So that's the first thing is emotional regulation, mental clarity, daily rituals really help enhance both of those areas. Now, the role of rituals in setting intentions and focusing efforts towards goals is also a big thing. So something that I'm doing every single day is I write a letter to my future self, where I want to be in a year from now, and I read it every day. I'm literally reading this letter every day. And it's so fascinating because it sets my intention for the day. Like the things that I have in there that are really specific to where I want to be, it primes my brain to take action towards it. I feel it. I feel it in my body. I'm just like, it's like done. It's so fascinating. And so it sets the intention for the day. The, the goal is to be present. The goal is to slow down the goal or the intention, not the goal. The intention is to be present today. The intention is to slow down. The intention is to find joy in ordinary moments. And it just, it's, it's kind of like a twofold. You read the letter, it gets you in this like state of, I call it done energy where it's like, this is my life in a year from now. And then it helps me set my intention. So it just gives me a clear focus for the day and being consistent with this, right? Being consistent with your daily rituals creates long-term success and more less about success and more about ultimate well-being. Because it's in those daily practices where you really find peace within yourself. And when you find peace within yourself, that creates well-being in all areas of your life. Now, I do recognize that integration and adapting these rituals, it's going to be on a on an individual basis, right? It's all dependent on your type of goals, what your circumstances are, like what you have going on. You know, if you are a mom and you have three children, your daily rituals are going to look different from someone that is not a mom and doesn't have three children. And if you don't have three children and you're not a mom, your daily rituals are going to be completely different and your goals are going to be completely different. So it's really not a one size fits all approach. Like I said, at the beginning of this episode, it really is so individual to you that you have to take a little bit of time to figure out what you want your daily practice to be. Okay. So now I want to talk about, I kind of talked about emotional regulation, but of course I want to dive deeper into why this works really great for the nervous system. So the impact on the nervous system and emotional well-being when you have daily rituals and you integrate them into your life, it creates this sense of predictability and safety, which our nervous system loves things to be familiar. And so it actually promotes this feeling of calm in your body. It's predictable. And it actually helps you feel good. A lot of the things that are predictable and familiar don't serve us, but we can use this to our advantage and create this pattern in our mind that will then create a pattern in our body that's going to say, do it again, do it again, right? It creates that dopamine. So the dopamine chemical is like the anticipation it's leading up to it. It's like, oh, like I know after I do this, it's going to feel so good, right? Serotonin is a chemical, feel-good chemical that's released. And that's the chemical of the present moment. So when you're in the present moment and you're doing your daily practices, it's kind of that 
hormone that says, let's stay here. Let's just kind of sit in this feeling of calm and safety. And our nervous system loves that. We don't spend enough time there. We spend so much more time in this hypervigilant state looking for the next thing that could go wrong. Whereas when you do your daily rituals, it really helps you expand your capacity to be in that zone of safety. And it feels so good. Another reason why this is so good for your nervous system is because rituals reduce stress and they help you manage anxiety because again, it helps you be responsive, less reactive. It helps you be a a part of the solution, not the problem in your day, because we are a part of the problem. When we get stressed and overwhelmed, yes, we love to blame our boss. We love to blame traffic. We love to blame everyone else but ourselves. But the truth is we are constantly creating stress in our life by the way that we perceive the things that are happening around us. We are not in a danger anymore. (laughs) I mean, there are circumstances where we are. However, the majority of the time, we are not being threatened. It's all perceived. And my girlfriend, Aaron said this yesterday. It's like, we're either it's a perceived threat or it's an ego threat. And I loved what she said, because it's so true. It's so true. It's like something in our ego is being threatened. And then that feels dangerous and unsafe. So having a ritual really helps give your brain something to focus on. It helps calm your nervous system because it creates that ease and sense of safety. And then all of that impacts your mood. And I notice the days I don't do my daily rituals to the days I do, I am just such a delight to be around. (laughs) And honestly, I'm a delight to be around like 90% of the time, but there is a 10% where I'm irritable. I'm annoyed. I think, and I have to check myself. I'm like, gosh, what, what's happening? And I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't give myself space when my needs aren't being met and by myself, not by anyone else. If I'm not meeting my own needs and other people need me, I am not a lovely person to be around. And when I meet my own needs with my daily ritual, I'm a delight. I really am. (laughs) I'm sure you're listening. You're like, yeah, you probably are. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about the psychological benefits of having rituals. So cognitive economy and how rituals free up mental resources. So cognitive economy, what does that mean? Essentially, it's your resource bank, right? It's your energy bank and it's your thought, your thinking bank, right? And when we have our bank full of negative thoughts, limiting stories, just mindless chatter, inner critic judgment and criticism, it takes up so much space and it is pulling resources, not just from us mentally, but emotionally because our thoughts create how we feel and our body's responding to that. And so when you can fill your cognitive economy with your cognitive bank with positive resources, then it really serves you in the long run. And so when you have a ritual, just I want you to think about what you're adding to your cognitive bank. Rituals also really align with self-discipline. And again, I've talked about discipline on the podcast and it had a bad rap, but discipline to me is a form of self-love. It's a remembering of why you got started in the first place. And so when you think about your ritual, it's reminding you why you want the things in your life, you desire the things you 
have put on your goals or your vision board. And it's just the remembering and it helps you again, get focused and it leads into motivation, which again, we can't depend on motivation, but motivation is helpful for to keep going. And then overall self-esteem, the quickest way to build self-confidence, my friend is keeping commitments to yourself. And so daily rituals is a really great way to do that because it's kind of like if you're a checklist person, it's like, this is my commitment to myself and you check it off. You're like, oh my goodness, like I did the thing today. And so if you're a checklist person, that feels good, but you don't want to just have a daily ritual to check it off your list. That's another thing that we run into. I have people all the time just set their goals because they want to check it off the list. I'm like, no, no, no. We got to like really think about why you're doing this. And really at the base of all of this, it is for emotional regulation. It is for creating balance in your body so you can respond to life. So don't just set rituals to check it off your list, but it does feel good. So make sure you check in with your intention of that list. (laughs) As you can tell, (laughs) I have been, I'm like geeking out on this and be And there's a couple of reasons. One, because again, I am a junkie for all things learning and growth. And I'm like, I invest in all the things in myself. And it hasn't been until I was been really consistent with my daily practices that it's made a difference. And so my essentials for my daily ritual include some sort of meditation or breath work that can take anywhere from five minutes to 10 minutes journaling, which I include gratitude and, uh, moving my body in some sort of capacity. Sometimes I'll work out after I do my routine or other times I'll just do some sort of stretch in my house before my daughter wakes up. And I really focus on doing this before she wakes up because as soon as it's game, it's on time, like my time is gone. Sometimes I'll try to do it before my work ritual, but it, again, it just like kind of gets blurry and messy and I don't love that. So I try to do a first thing in the morning. Again, it's not perfect. Some days it's a five minute meditation. That's all that I have the space for because I either woke up late or I have something going on early. And so at least I know that there's going to be something that I do every single morning that's for myself. And I decide what it is that morning. Sometimes I need breath work. Sometimes I need to add energy. Sometimes I wake up feeling a little anxious. So I know that I want to do some meditation, but what I'm very consistent with is making the time. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I have my essentials and if I can do all of them, great. If I can only do one of them, that's fine too. And that's totally fine. Then the work-related rituals is looking at my calendar for the day, deciding what is most important and just having clarity on the day. What is the main outcome for the day? And that's how I start my day. And then at the end of the day, I also have rituals too. I have a wind down ritual where I read a book, I do my daily gratitude, and then I also read that letter from my future self. So I do that in the morning and I do that in the evening. And I do that for a very specific reason because that's when our ego likes to go offline. It's like, all right, I've done my job. I protected you from all the harm that could possibly happen in the world today. And so now I get to rest. And so when ego goes to rest, that's when your subconscious is more open. And that's why I like to do reading my letter in the morning and the evening. And it's, I look forward to it. Like, even if I'm like so sleepy at night and my eyes are barely open, I still read it because it just makes me feel really good before I go to bed. And that's what I want to be feeling before I go to bed. I don't want to be thinking about my to do list. I don't want to be thinking about what I have going on tomorrow. I just want to be thinking about the amazing life that I'm creating at each moment of the day. 
So that's what my essential daily rituals are. But yours might look different and that's okay. Maybe you're writing, maybe you're reading, maybe you're painting. It doesn't matter what you're doing as long as you're doing it from intention and alignment with your vision and your values and your goals. And so really being able to do this will support your professional growth, your personal growth. It will help make decisions so much easier. And then will overall build your resilience. It'll help you bounce back from challenges and adversity and hard times. The other reason why this is so powerful for personal growth is increases your self-awareness and your emotional intelligence. It just helps you get more in tune with yourself and the more self-awareness you have and the more attuned you are to your emotional well-being, the easier it is to do that for other people. And this is so, I mean, again, this can make the biggest difference between you and having growth this year. So with your rituals, it's going to be different, right? For your lifestyle, for your career demands, for what your personal preferences are. So I can't stress this enough. You're going to have to experiment and you're going to have to figure out what is the most effective ritual for you. Okay. So you will tailor them to your needs, your lifestyle, your preferences. What works for me doesn't have to work for you. And in fact, I don't expect it to. You might find a different order works for you. You might find different activities work for you, but really what matters is the intention behind the ritual. So let's talk about the art of daily integration before we wrap up. So let's talk about incorporating this into your already full schedule without feeling overwhelmed. Start small, start simple. My high achievers are like, I'm going to do this and it's going to be 20 minutes. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not doing anything at all. Please do not set yourself up to be overwhelmed. All you have to do is pick one thing and start really small, start small, start, start simple, and then build on it. And, you know, you, it's adaptable. It doesn't need to be perfect and figured out exactly as it is because your life has changing demands. And let me tell you as a mom, it's so apparent. My daily rituals now are so different than before Ellie was born, even so different from when she was first born. They're constantly changing. Okay. So it's okay. And it's good when they do change because they have to adapt and grow with you. So when you run into the challenge of not being able to wake up early enough or not being able to um, do it consistently, all you have to do is remember, start small. If you are not doing it at all, go, what, what's the smallest thing I can do? And maybe that's just meditating for one minute. Maybe that's just writing one gratitude in your journal. Maybe that's just doing a minute of stretching. It seems silly to just do something for a minute, but from there, that's where you build upon. So start small, start simple. Okay. Now let's talk about how to make sure that your rituals enhance rather than detract from your work and your life, because you don't want it to add stress. You want it to make your life better, not more overwhelming. And this has happened. And what happens is we judge ourselves. We want it to be perfect. We don't do it perfectly. We feel resistance. We think something's wrong. And we just end up in this cycle of shame, like we're doing it wrong. And so the way that we stop that is, again, allowing it to not be perfect. Be like, I'm figuring this out. It's going to take me some time. I'm going to give myself a month or two to really figure out my process for my daily rituals. And I'm going to just test it and see how I feel and see how my days go based off of the different things that I test. I think just being a scientist and being curious about what's going to work for you is key. 
what's really important is um, maintaining your relationship with your self-care routine. The more that you can use what you do for self-care and kind of incorporate that into your daily rituals, I think the better off that you'll be. So it's not like you're adding on these other things. You're, you're not, you're kind of integrating them together because you might already have some self-care practices. So maybe you integrate your daily rituals into those self-care practices. So that's really all that I have for you today. If we want to like kickstart your rituals, what I want you to do is write down what your ideal daily rituals would look like. What have you done in the past? What do you want to try? And then pick one thing and make a commitment to do it tomorrow and see how you feel. Just see at the end of the day, how you felt when you set yourself up that way and then rinse and repeat the next day and then rinse and repeat the day after that. And then once you get to the end of the week, then you can decide if you want to incorporate something else or if you want to extend it a little bit longer. And then you're just going to keep building and building and building until one day that's just who you are. It's just a part of your identity. And the more that you can do this and you can really hone in on it, I'm telling you, it's going to make the biggest difference in your day-to-day life. So try different rituals. Don't get just stuck on one that it has to be this way. Don't romanticize what other people are doing. I want you to just focus, put the blinders on what works for you and observe how they feel, observe the effects on them. Okay. And one thing that you can do is you can evaluate what worked about it. What didn't work? What do you want to try different? And by giving yourself this evaluation and adjusting it each week, eventually you're going to get to a place where you feel really, really good. Okay. So as always, the goal here is progress and growth, not perfection. So you, my high achiever, my perfectionist, take that hat off. Just be a scientist. Be a scientist. Be curious. See what works for you. Maybe you haven't been able to stick with your daily practices because you're trying to put yourself in someone else's box that told you what to do. My last episode was about your innate wisdom. You have it within you. You're going to figure out what works best for you. Okay. All right. Try it out. Let me know how it goes and I'll see you next time. Remember, love yourself, own your happiness and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it. Until next time.